Shenanigans! 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 Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this project in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash Podcast slash support. You can also support me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you are feeling extra generous. But I do have one last thing that I want to talk about. Howdy y'all, Dan Scotland here joining you from Legal Massachusetts, the heartland of America. So before I start the episode... Um, I wanted to give a shout out to our Patreon, Reefer Revolution. Um, we thank you so much for your support and your patronage of this podcast. And um, if you want to be shouted out as as one of the Patreons, you can become a Patreon for just $1 a month. Um, joining gets you many additional benefits such as early releases on episodes, exclusive episodes, bonus content, and even more. And you can do this by going to www.patreon.com slash podcast, And you can click the Become a Patreon button. And we look forward to seeing you if you can support the podcast. Without further ado, let's start the episode. Howdy, y'all. Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Massachusetts, heartland of America. So today we're talking about um, what Mississippi is doing. As we've talked about in previous episodes, Mississippi is putting um, medical marijuana on the ballot. It's not going to really allow for home grow, but they're not going to do what some states like Arkansas have been doing and states like Ohio have been doing, which is that, that they've been limiting the amount of licenses the whole state will get. Um, to the best of my knowledge, I think Arkansas has capped at about 36 to 40 total dispensaries. And I think they're around the 20s right now or something like that. Um, you know, um, so a good amount of them are online. Not all of them are. But again, I mean, even I, I'm thinking kind of think I think Arkansas has about three or four million people. Um, even 40 is not enough. Um, in Massachusetts, we have about 60 medical dispensaries. And because we only have 60 for a population of nearly 7 million, they, they can still charge us 15 a gram. Um, even, even in smaller states, you need a lot of dispensaries. You know, um, Oklahoma has nearly 4 million people and they have like a thousand dispensaries. That's the way it needs to be. You know, you need as much choice as humanly possible. You need it in as many areas as humanly possible. Um, because if you limit the amount of dispensaries, these, these dispensaries, because they know that you have 
have few other places to go, they can charge you through the nose for for medical cannabis. In my state, like I just said, we have 60 dispensaries and they're content with charging us $15 a gram or, or 45 to 50 an eight. And it's, 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 they, they have no incentive to do otherwise because where the heck else are we going to go? But um, in our state, we have, we have adult use and we have home grow for medical and adults over 21. So, I mean, there is a little bit of reprieve, but in Mississippi, they're not going to get home grow, but they're, but like I said, they're not going to limit the licenses. So it's going to be pretty free market. There's going to be a lot of choice and price will be able to come down reasonably. But the lawmakers of Mississippi are trying to muddy the waters and they're trying to put forth other stuff, other, they're trying to put forth laws and other things to sort of suppress the ballot measure. So let's read about it. Mrs. Okay, so this is from Mayor Hanna Moment. Mississippi lawmakers attempt to kill medical marijuana ballot initiative with new strategy. Written by Cal Yeager. Mississippi voters could see multiple proposals to legalize medical marijuana on the state November ballot. Over the past week, lawmakers have introduced several alternatives to an activist-led legalization initiative that qualified for the ballot last month. And separately, three bills to legalize medical cannabis statutorily have also been filed. They could create complications for reform advocates as an already qualified measure is regarded as the most comprehensive and detailed. If these other alternatives, which are more vague and open to interpretation, make the ballot, they could split votes. And they should, and should one of the legislature's versions pass over the activist back initiative, lawmakers could enact a medical marijuana program that's significantly more restrictive. Again, again, Mississippians, do not fall for the bait because the lawmakers, even lawmakers in my state that has adult use, most of the lawmakers still hate cannabis. Most of the lawmakers still grew up in the 70s and 80s and when, when Tricky Dick Nixon and Nancy Reagan were telling them to just say no. And a equating it with hippies and equating it with lasers and equating it with, with, with deadheads that don't do anything and just wrestle in the mud. You know, they still have that sort of contemptuous attitude towards cannabis. You know, even though we had voted to decriminalize in 2008, we voted for medical in 2012 and we voted for adult use in 2016. Like, like I said, like I said in previous episodes, our, our, our governor, our mayor of the largest city, Boston, and our attorney general told us to not legalize in 2016 and we did it anyway even in 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 blue states even in even in colorado they didn't colorado they they were going to try to put a bill put forth the bill that was going to ban um the termination of um of of employees that use cannabis or whatever they were going to try to prevent drug screens and that bill that bill didn't make got killed and didn't didn't get to didn't get to come into fruition and they've had they were one of the first states to legalize and they're still see people can still be fired in Colorado for for using cannabis. So, you know, even in states that you think are very far ahead, the lawmakers still don't really like that the people are using cannabis, even though it's brought in a lot of money to the community. You know, um, traffic fatalities have gone down because less people are drinking alcohol. Um, there's there's the, the, the state is being flushed with revenue to help, you know, schools, to help roads, all that stuff. All those benefits it's had and these lawmakers still do not like it so i mean it's going to be the same in most of these states 
and the 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 activists, the cannabis activists that actually know and love the plant are going to have your best interest at heart, not these lawmakers. This is the point I'm, I'm trying to make. The people want this, said Jamie Grantham, communications director for marijuana for medical marijuana 2020 campaign, which is behind the already qualified measure told marijuana movement. Quote, Mississippi's ballot initiative process allows the legislature to put an alternative resolution on the ballot if they do not like what's being offered, she said. The only reason to do that, it's very convoluted and it confuses the process for voters and it ultimately kills it. That's really where we're at right now. Grantham also argued that while lawmakers do have the option under state law to suggest alternative ballot questions, it's important to note that the legislature is already capable of passing medical cannabis legislation at any time and has consistently chosen not to. That that lawmakers are suddenly tackling the issue now that their hands have been forced by the qualified ballot measure strikes advocates as disingenuous. Quote, the reason that some people in the legislature are doing this is to kill the initiative before it even has a chance, she said. They're unwilling to let Mississippi voters have a fair up and down vote on the initiative. It is wrong. Here's what you need to know about the proposed alternative legalization bills before lawmakers. Senate concurred resolution 551, House concurrent resolution 38, House concurrent resolution 45. They're all identical calls to call for the establishment of a medical marijuana program for the purpose of offering treatment for Mississippi residents suffering from chronic conditions, debilitating medical marijuana conditions. If approved by voters, lawmakers would have to enact necessary and appropriate legislation during the 2021 session. It'll take the bait. They're just gonna, they're gonna say, oh, we're gonna legalize it, but then they're gonna do what other states like West Virginia done and be like, oh, well, the federal government says this is still legal. We can't establish banks or banks can't work with us or they'll be like Utah and then they'll make even, they'll, they'll restrict the qualifying condition list. They'll restrict the number of dispensaries. So there's not enough for all the citizens of the state. They'll do all this cockamamie BS that is going to hinder what the people really want and what the people want to vote for. You know, Utah, the people voted on it and it passed, but then the lawmakers gutted it. They, they got, got rid of a lot of the qualifying condition list. They got rid of home cultivation. They got rid of, you know, the amount of dispensaries that they were really supposed to have. So again, don't take the bait. The identical call, the identical measure calls for the establishment of medical marijuana program for the purposes of offering treatment for Mississippi residents suffering from chronic debilitating medical conditions. And again, define the chronic debilitating medical conditions. It might be like, oh, only epilepsy, cancer, and AIDS will qualify. They can pull that. So again, do not fall for this. Only vote for what the medical marijuana 2020 uh, organization, what the what the activist-led initiative is calling for. Don't don't vote for these lawmaker ones that are being backed. If approved by voters, lawmakers would have to enact necessary and appropriate legislation for the 2021 session. But because it lacks any specifics about what an effective program would look like, it's possible that legislatures can legislators can craft a limited system or impose significant restrictions on the participation in the program. The ballot title reads, Shall Mississippi legalize medical marijuana for cancer patients and others suffering from chronic medical conditions who are 
were under the supervision of a Mississippi licensed physician. House Concurrent Resolution 39. The measure is more detailed than the alternative initiatives, but it contains provisions that would make the state's medical cannabis system more restrictive than a measure that activists have already qualified. It calls for a program based on sound medical principles and says participation will be limited to qualified persons with debilitating medical conditions as certified by health practitioners who are licensed under state law. Smoking cannabis would be prohibited. Instead, it would provide for limited categories of marijuana preparation of suitable and verified quality standards for oral administration. So no whole flower. That's it's a trap. It's BS. Established and professional doctors like Dr. Sue Sicily have told have have testified in these nose in these no whole flower states. And because she's done expert research on cannabis, she attests to the quality and to the efficacy of whole flower. Whole flour is needed. You need the terpenes. You need all the cannabinoids that and that that cannabis has. When you when you process it, you're some things are going to get lost in translation. Whole flour is the best form, as, as she has attested to, and as she has often said. Excuse me. The proposed ballot title reads: Shall Mississippi establish a program to allow for the medical use of marijuana products by qualified persons with debilitating medical conditions? House Bill twelve thirteen. This legislation won't appear on the state ballot, but it also stands to reason that it could preempt a ballot initiative if approved prior, prior to November by giving voters the impression that the issue had already been settled. It would allow patients with a set qualifying medical conditions to possess and purchase marijuana from a licensed dispensary. Additionally, it would create protections against discrimination over the participation of the program by universities and employers. Patients would also be granted an affirmative defense for the use and possession of of marijuana and criminal proceedings. The State Department of Health would be responsible for regulating the program. Licenses would be issued by a medical marijuana commission established under the bill. Marijuana sales would be subject to the same state and local taxes as any other product with revenue going forward towards the implementation and costs and then distributed among county governments. House Bill 1411. The bill would allow patients with qualifying medical conditions to obtain up to two and a half ounces of cannabis per two-week period of therapeutic use. The State Department of Health would be responsible for regulating the program and issuing cannabis business licenses. It would also provide protections for doctors who recommend medical cannabis to patients. Senate Bill 2498. This bill would also legalize medical cannabis for seriously ill patients. At the very beginning of the text, it specifies that the legislature does not intend to make marijuana legally available for other than medical purposes. Quote, state law should make a distinction between the medical and non-medical use of marijuana at states. Therefore, the purpose of this act is to ensure that the physicians are not penalized for discussing marijuana as a treatment option with patients. That's a trick bag. So they're only going to make it. So again, that's a smoke screen. They're going to make it legal to discuss. They're going to say make a clear demarcation between medical and non-medical purposes. So they're going to create new statues and new trap doors to criminalize people for cannabis. Again, this is a smoke screaming if i've ever seen one all of these are except the one that the activists have put on the ballot state law should make a distinction between medical and non-medical use 
of marijuana it states therefore the purpose of this act is to ensure physicians are not penalized for discussing marijuana as a treatment option with their patients and that seriously ill people who engage in the medical use of marijuana under the physician's advice are not arrested or incarcerated for using marijuana for medical purposes next steps the alternative resolutions and bills have been referred to committees a simple majority of both chambers in the legislature would have to approve resolutions in order to make them appear on the ballot legalizing medical cannabis statutorily would also require a simple majority of lawmakers but the governor would also need to sign off on any legislation before it's enacted it's not clear to the extent which governor phil bryant republican was involved in the alternative ballot questions but he did say last month that he opposes the measure that's already qualified and hinted at the possibility of supporting different versions grantham said that if one of the alternative resolutions advance her campaign will put resources into the public education to ensure that voters understand the differences and support initiative 65 again support initiative 65 it's good like we've talked about in previous episodes it's gonna allow for a free market so there's not going to be a cap on the amount of dispensaries and you know people can people would be able to have a wide variety of choices a wide variety of price points a wide variety of products and they'll be able to get preparations and and, and whole flour that they can afford because there's not going to really be a cap on the amount of stores you know you the more dispensaries the better you don't want states like you don't want to be like states like arkansas or ohio that limit the amount of dispensaries that can exist because then these dispensaries basically have a cartel like control and then they can charge you 20 a gram because where where the heck else are you gonna go but yeah initiative 65 is the one to support not these not these fake initiatives not these fake um statues that are going to be way more restrictive than the the one that grant grantham and her organization is supporting but let's 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 finish the article quote we would absolutely have to handle that with education and empower both the public to where and when they go to the booth to vote that they're an informed voter she said so there you have it end of article so this was from marijuana movement and it was written by cal yeager don't do not fall for these smokescreen initiatives because they're only going to water it down they're going to make it way more restrictive they're going to cap the number of dispensaries so they can charge you 20 a gram you're probably not you're definitely not going to get a whole flower if you allow the lawmakers to create this for you so again do not do not fall for these ones it's a trap so hope you guys got a lot out of this peace out ciao and stay medicated my friends if you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Canvas Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 and above tier if you are feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on Anchor and you can do this by going to HTTP 
ps colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever-expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that Discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash six five t g two n r. Again, that is https colon slash slash discord dot gg slash six five t g two n r. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp-based products. You can check them out by the link https colon slash bit slash 33fkrv9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts such as dog treat 20, tincture 20, 40, percent sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And if you're in Northeast New England and you're in Eastern Massachusetts, especially, or, or um, Southern New Hampshire or Southern Maine, then you can get some great and inexpensive CBD flour delivered directly to your door very quickly. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash shop dot boston empire dot com slash question mark ref equals d scotland and as always everyone stay medicated my friends peace out and ciao